welcome to episode number 141 of Doctor Who Panel to Panel. This is Jeremy Bement, your host, saying, Sorry it's been so long. Welcome back. Hi, how's things going? Hope everybody's doing well. I am doing well myself, although time seems to have run away from me a little bit. It's now almost the end of June, and I realized about a week ago that it's been almost two months since I recorded an episode. Um, I've been busy with a new job, trying to... uh, learn what I need to learn to to do this new job. Uh, I've also been on vacation for a week. I've been, it's summer's here. Uh, there's things to do outside, and I just kind of lost track of time. So I apologize. I hope uh, you enjoy this episode of Dr. Who Panel to Panel. It's time for me to get back into the swing of things again, and I hope you enjoy what you hear in this episode. We are going to kind of do what we normally do in this episode of Doctor Who Panel to Panel. We will first take a look at the news, and there's quite a bit of news. In fact, I'm uh, skipping over one thing. However, if you uh, have been following the production of the 60th anniversary special that has started filming, uh, you know what I'm talking about, but I don't want to say any more. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who doesn't like spoilers. So anyway... Um, we'll get into the news as far as new releases over the past couple months and some other things. And then we are going to take a look at the new issue of Doctor Who magazine, issue number 579. And we will take a look at the new comic strip that is in there. Um, that is going to be the review for this episode of Panel to Panel. I did read the first issue of Origins, and uh, I did enjoy it. I thought it was a good start um, to this series although it kind of left me wanting more because there wasn't a lot of substance in this issue other than just kind of learning a bit more about what Joe, the Joe Martin Doctor is doing. Um, but I am definitely looking forward to the rest of the series and see how that goes. But we're going to take a look at the uh, first part of a new strip that is in Doctor Who magazine, and that will be our review. And then I'm just going to have a little bit of general chit-chat and that will be it for this episode. This one's going to be kind of short and sweet, but I'm trying to get some interviews lined up for the next few episodes of Panel to Panel, and uh, we will get back to our regularly scheduled interview programming um, in all due haste. So, with this intro out of the way, let's get into the start of this episode and take a look at some news. In Doctor Who comic news for this episode of Panel to Panel, let's go through some uh, new slash old releases. We're going to take a look at the month of May to start out with. Um, Let's start out with Wednesday, May 4th. That was the Wednesday right before Free Comic Book Day. Over here in the States, at least at uh, places that are serviced by Diamond Comics, they got in some uh, previous issues of Doctor Who magazine. Looks like issues... 562, 566, 568, 569, and 576 were all uh, shipped to Di- or comic book stores, serviced by Diamond Comics back on May 4th. On Wednesday, May 11th, they got in a couple more issues. Uh, issue number 564 and 567 were shipped out to comic book shops. Wednesday, May 18th, the Age of Chaos graphic novel from Panini finally made it over here to the States. Um as well as Doctor Who Magazine, issue number 570. And then on Wednesday, May 25th, The Empire of the Wolf trade paperback, collecting the four-issue miniseries from Jody Hauser and company, uh, came out from Diamond Comics. As well as Doctor Who Magazine, issue number 574, finally hit stateside, the physical copies. Coincidentally enough, back on Thursday the 26th of May, Doctor Who magazine issue number 579 came out digitally as well as uh, over in the UK on the newsstands. 
So now, since we're going towards the end of June, let me fly through June and tell you what came out. Uh, let's start off with Wednesday, June 8th. That is when Doctor Who Origins number 1, the first issue of the uh, Renegade Doctor, the Joe Martin Doctor, however you want to refer to her, came out uh, from Titan Comics. And then uh, last week, which is Thursday, June 23rd, Doctor Who magazine issue number 579 came out digitally as well as over in the UK, which features David Tennant and Catherine Tate on the cover. So that kind of gets you up to speed as to what's come out for comics or Doctor Who comic-related merchandise. Um, it's been kind of slow going, um, not too much coming out over the past couple months, but there you have it. In other Doctor Who comic news, um, back in May, the end of May, on May 28th, Bleeding Cool posted an article uh, from Rich Johnston called Dan Slot on the Doctor Who Spider-Man crossover Marvel Said No To. Um, this is a really good interview. Um, I'm going to kind of read it to you just because uh, some of you might have missed it and it might be kind of hard to track down on the Bleeding Cool website. But it says... At MCM London Comic Con, Dan Slott phoned in an interview with Titan's, Titan Comics VP Andrew Sumner about the Doctor Who 22, or 2022 special, which, side note here, is now not going to be released until October 5th, so uh, it's been delayed a little bit, but we'll get it eventually. He talked at length about the origins of the Spider-Verse and his history as a Doctor Who fan, and how, as a comic book writer, he had wanted to do Doctor Who comic books forever. That, whenever he was at shows, often going to meet Doctor Who actors, Titan Comics would always try to get him to write Doctor Who comic books, but he was Marvel exclusive for any work for hire comic books. He even tried to get Titan, Marvel, and the BBC to publish a Doctor Who Spider-Man crossover, and he has the stories ready, but in the end, he said, Marvel was happy being Marvel. He states that they said, maybe you can create a Doctor Who-like character, but that's not the same. Although, to be fair, Don, Dan Slott has introduced a lot of Doctor Who elements in his Marvel comics along the way, especially the comparison between Time Lords and Watchers in his recent Reckoning War. Quote, I would love characters to meet from the different universes. It's impossible not to see Morlin and think that he is the master. In his planned series, Kurt Connor's serum wouldn't be turning him into a lizard, but a proto-Silurian. There would have been five one-shot stories, each with the Doctor and Peter Parker as his companion. Maybe you'll be able to tease out more at subsequent conventions or interviews? Make sure you ask Dan about that. <clears throat> his Doctor Who 2022 special features two stories with the Tenth Doctor and Martha Jones with Matthew Dow Jones and the Ninth Doctor and Rose with Mike Collins. He talked about getting the note from the BBC about the stories, saying, No one's ever done that bit in Doctor Who, exclaiming, and he exclaimed in return, I know. I got a similar reaction from, this is a side note from Rich Johnson, I got a, a similar reaction for a bit in my only published Doctor Who comics book story, and it's a great feeling, especially if, as I am sure Dan Slott has, you have held that idea in your head for decades, waiting for the moment when you got the chance, always afraid that someone else would do it first. And for Dan Slott and Doctor Who, no one did, it seems. He promises an alien planet, period, peace, earth, and something different in three stories. And delighted in when he told cover artist Adam Hughes who his baddies were, you could see he wanted to draw it, as he told him, those are my favorite episodes that featured them. 
and not the obvious ones. He promises plenty of cameos and references through the TV show and the comic. Dan Slott also talked about writing the comics, how he could ask for David Tennant's I'm So Sorry face, or David Tennant's What, 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 What face, and get it. And with Mike Collins, you don't even need the dialogue to know what Christopher Eccleston is saying. He also praised Mike Collins for making the 80s section look incredibly 80s Doctor Who, reflecting the budget limitations of the show for backgrounds, ray guns, spaceship design, then later repurposing those elements in new ways. We also learned how Dan Slott got to see the Clara mural on the TARDIS prop when visiting the set at the BBC a year before the relevant episode aired, knowing what the significance of it and having to keep it a secret for a year. He is used to sitting on secrets, but that was a hard one for him. He mentioned another at a Marvel premiere when he was first introduced to Kevin Feige. We should talk about She-Hulk, but that was all. But couldn't tell anyone. You have to keep it in the vault. He talked about the creative team of that show as well, how they cherry-picked their favorite bits from the comics, including John Byrne's fourth wall breaking, Dan Slott's law firm, and Charles Souls' run too. And that's pretty much the end of the article. So there's a little bit of kind of tidbits there with Dan Slatt talking about what he is bringing to the table with the Doctor Who special uh, that's coming out later on this year. So make sure you don't miss out on that. Uh, as far as other Doctor Who comic-related news goes, uh, there's not too much else other than I was happy to see in my email box there was a couple Kickstarter updates from Cutaway Comics regarding uh, Paradise Towers and Omega. So both comics apparently are heading off to the printers or are currently at the printers or the merchandise anyway for Omega is at the printers. Um, it sounds like they've been having a tough time uh, just because of the pandemic throwing uh, things and kinks in the works and slowing things down. But it does look like uh, things are kind of getting back on track and hopefully soon we will have some new uh, comics and merch from Cutaway Comics. And hopefully here sometime in the not-too-distant future, Gareth Cavanaugh uh, will join me to chat about what's going on with Cutaway Comics. And there you have it. That is what is in the news. Let us go uh, check out a review. Let's take a look at the new Doctor Who magazine. It's time to open the Pandorica on a new Doctor Who comic. And this time around, we're going to look at the new comic strip that is in Doctor Who magazine, issue number 579. This strip is called Fear of the Future. It is written by the current creative team for Doctor Who magazine, uh, Jacqueline Rayner doing the story, Russ Leach doing the art, Mike Summers with coloring, Roger Langridge doing the lettering, and Marcus Hearn and Jason Quinn are the editors on this. We start out with um, Dan. Dan is on the beach wearing a spiffy pair of sunglasses, and he sees, or what he thinks he sees, is Yaz drowning or something in the water. So he rushes out to the water to find out what's going on, and it turns out he has apparently imagined something, because the doctor and Yaz are on the beach, and uh, Yaz is doing just fine. But other than the fact that she's being attacked by a wasp, there's a wasp that's bugging her and uh, makes her spill her drink on herself. So she goes into the sea to... Uh, to, to wash off, and that's when Dan's like, remember what I saw? I saw Yaz drowning. Um, and he thinks he does see Yaz drowning, but it's not really her drowning. She's just swinging at the wasp who followed her into the water. Dan doesn't really know what's going on, and so now he sees uh, somebody backing off the edge of a cliff, and uh, he 
happens to look and see the gentleman that he swears is the person who uh, backs off the cliff. And as he chases him to tell him, no, be careful, that's when he almost backs off the cliff until the doctor yells, you know, stop, don't go any, don't, don't take another step. Um, and so Dan doesn't really know what's going on because he keeps seeing these visions of bad things happening. Um, I don't want to ruin the ending for you, but this is a nice kind of simple little one-shot story. However, um, it leads into the next issue from what the ending of the story is. So um, that's just kind of what the story is. Nice, simple little six-page story. Um, as far as the story goes, like I said, simple little six-page story. I liked it. It was a nice little done-to-one, but at the same time, it kind of teases what's going to happen uh, for the next part or the next couple parts. I thought it was nice, straightforward. I liked how it kind of wrapped up at the end. Um, Russ Leach's artwork is really good. Uh, you know, it's as good as it ever is. It's, you know, uh, what you expect for Doctor Who magazine as far as comic art. Can't go wrong there. Can't complain. Um, I thought it was a nice, simple, done-in-one story. Uh, nothing overly elaborate, but I enjoyed it. I can't really say any more. So that's it for this review. As I'm sure most of you are aware, or uh, I don't know why you wouldn't be aware, because you're all Doctor Who fans, I'm sure you follow along with the news pretty much the same as everybody else. Uh, we now know that filming is well underway on the 60th anniversary specials that uh, Russell T. Davies is in charge of. We have David Tennant and Catherine Tate returning. That's all public news. Uh, I'm trying to stay away from spoilers as to filming reports and things like that. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody uh, any more than I have to or accidentally do. But I wanted to talk a little bit about just kind of the state of Doctor Who at the moment because um, this new Doctor Who magazine that just came out, issue 579, was the first one to come out kind of under the old-slash-new regime of Russell T. Davies. Uh, reading through this new issue of Doctor Who magazine, I kind of got the sense that we're back into the the heyday of of brand, of new Doctor Who. Um, for those people, you know, those of us who've been around forever and a day, um, when Russell T. Davies brought back Doctor Who, there was all sorts of news and uh Russell T. Davies is a showman. He's he's the P.T. Barnum of Doctor Who. He is excellent at promoting things and uh, teasing just enough to get you excited about something and uh, doing that over and over and over again to keep that, that high, that promotion, that, that good feeling going, um, in this case, probably for the next year and a half. Um, and that all started on the Internet when he started releasing news of David Tennant coming back and Catherine Tate coming back. Um, and that continued on with this new issue of Doctor Who magazine. It feels almost like the magazine's been re-energized uh, just because there's so much new stuff going on with Doctor Who, which that has been the case over the past several years, new stuff coming and going. Um, but Chris Chibnall is definitely not the showman or the the carnival barker that that Davies is and I wanted to just kind of add in my two cents I know there's plenty of people uh, on various different podcasts and websites and stuff who have said that they were rather disappointed with Chibnall's lack of promotion for the series and uh, I totally agree I am definitely in that camp 
Um, I think it's that, or along with those lines, um, it's been kind of a detriment to the series. I think there would have been more uh, positive reviews of Jodie Whittaker's era of Doctor Who uh, than what we had if more people would have been excited or jazzed about the series uh, under the, the reign of Chris Chibnall. Along those same lines, I'm hoping that this re-energizing that Russell T. Davies does with the, the the TV show carries over into not just Doctor Who magazine, but Doctor Who comics in general. That hopefully we get uh, more Doctor Who comics. Hopefully we get stronger stories, um, bigger stories, um, focusing on, you know, if we go back to, to David Tennant now... Um, which we'll have to wait and see what actually is going on with David Tennant and Catherine Tate being back in the series. But if they're going to, if it's going to be the Dr. Donna combo for a little while, let's have the Dr. Donna in the comic books if we can. Um, when Shudi Gatwa takes over as the new doctor, let's go full force with a new series of, of Dr. Who and, and, uh, in comic book form and keep, keep this wave going. Um, I, it's, to me, it's been kind of refreshing over the past month, month and a half or so to have this energy, this resurgence of energy into Doctor Who that we haven't had for a couple of years. It's been rather dull and boring. Even the, the Doctor Who comics have been kind of dull and boring. They it almost like the Titan kind of captured the, the sad state of fandom um, and how most people felt kind of about the the Jodie Whittaker era. No offense to Jodie, I thought she was an excellent doctor, but uh, the the lack of promotion, the lack of of getting the fans excited about the series, really, I think, kind of hurt the hurt Doctor Who as a TV show, and kind of shot itself in the foot. Hopefully, um, this this what Russell T Davies is doing and promoting things and giving us little teasers here and there will hopefully bring that energy level back up to where we expect it to be for Doctor Who. And hopefully, like I said, that carries through into the comics. So with that being said, it's time for me to get off my soapbox. Uh, thank you for listening to my little editorial. As I think we've all seen on the internet, Russell T. Davies and company are busy filming the three specials that are going to comprise the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. And uh, with all the teasing that's been done from Russell T. Davies and uh, set reports and everything else, um, I think we're in for a big, exciting uh, year of Doctor Who, or at least next fall uh, of Doctor Who. Granted, this fall we still have uh, the final episode from the Chris Chibnall era, and we will see Jody's Doctor's uh, era come to an end. Um, I've enjoyed it uh, for the most part. I think the comics could have been a little bit stronger, but um, you know the nice thing about Doctor Who is that it continues on and on, and if an era isn't exactly your cup of tea, just wait a couple years and the next era will start, and you can be on to something uh, that might be more to your liking. 
So, kind of along the same lines with this episode. This episode, sorry, it's not all that much. Not a lot of substance of this episode of Doctor Who Panel to Panel. But uh, wait until next episode. It will be uh, hopefully more to your liking if you didn't care for this one. Uh, I'm working on getting some interviews lined up and uh, some chats done. And we have the Doctor Who Special 2022 coming up in October. So that's one thing to look forward to, as well as the remaining issues of Doctor Who Origins. So... Until the next episode of Dr. Who Panel to Panel, this is Jim B. your host, saying thank you for downloading this episode. If you've missed older episodes, make sure you go to archive.org to track those down. And until next time, bye. Dr. Who Panel to Panel, the podcast about Dr. Who comics, thanks you for downloading this episode. Let us know what you thought about this episode or of Dr. Who comics in general. You can find us socially on Facebook at Dr. Who Panel to Panel, on Twitter at Dr. Who P2P, 2 being the number 2, and online at DrWhoComics.com. Download previous episodes via your favorite podcast service and find the complete catalog of episodes featuring amazing interviews with creators past and present at archive.org. Just search for Dr. Who Panel to Panel. Thank you.